After just hearing the words of the Rebbe that were played on the recording, that the Rebbe spoke how even when 10 Yidin gathered together, is a Dover move on cloud that at such an event and after such an occasion, Mashiach shouldn't come. So, how much more so when we're gathered globally, and Yidin are gathered with the sole objective of turn out, took out to do whatever we can to bring Mashiach, is how much more so is it unfathomable that such an event shouldn't bring the Gula Amitis Vashleim Mamish. So I was sure that with such an event will for sure bring the anticipated results that before I should have to speak, and it would be Bemela Gula practice as well. And uh, so this is a Dover Shaini Muvan Klalu Klal. Akoponim, Lachayim Ulabracha, should be Akoponim now, the gathering should be Peo Pulose, the main thing that should bring the Seiros by Alde Mishtatfim, Esvaiduyis Pilis, like the Rebbe always spoke, to bring to Peo Mamish, to actually bring the Gula. There's a Machlekis in Gemara about Shuva or at Gomer, who is greater? One man, the Omer says that Sadi Gomer is greater than Abal Tshuva. But Rabbi Vol says, B'mokim Shabal Tshuva, Eimdim, Sadikim, Gemurim, Eimdim, Yechelim, Lamech, Shabal Rabal Tshuva is greater, surpasses at Sadi Gomer. The Rambam Paskins that Rabal Tshuva is greater than at Sadi Gomer, B'mokim Shabal Tshuva, Eimdim, Eimdim, Sadikim, Gemurim, Yechelim, Lamech, And the Rogit Shavar says, what's the mocker of the Rambam? Is it Tamachlekis in Gemara? Why does the Rambam choose this opinion? It says the Mokir is a Gemara in Kiddushin that says a Mekadesh as a Isha al Menas Shani Tzadik, a Filu Rasha Gomer Mekudash as Shema here at Shuva Belibe. Lachaira, even if he was here at Shuva Belibe, he's only about Shuva. He said al Menas Shi Tzadik. If a Tzadik is greater than about Shuva, it still should not be a good Kiddushin. So as the Rogit Shavar from here is the Mokir of the Rambam. That about Shuvah, that the halacha is like the Mandamar who says, Mokim Shabal Shuvah, Eimdim, Eim Sadikim, Gemurim, Yechelim, Lamik Sham, that about Shuvah is greater than Atzad. The Rabbi asks on this two questions. In a letter to Rabbi Zevin, who brings quotes to Sirogat Shavah, the Rabbi asks one question that the Din by Kiddushin is even Hitalishvach, even if he said something that he's greater than what he really is. Not only if he's worse than what his condition was, but even if he's greater than what his condition was, it's still not a good condition. So even if Abel Tshuva would be greater than a tzaddik, it still shouldn't be a good enough condition. And then the Rebbe asks another question that even like the Mandamar who says that Mokim Shabal Tshuva in the main tzaddik and Gemurim Yechelim Lamitcham that Abel Tshuva is greater than a tzaddik, that's with regards to Scharva Einish. But there's still a chisarin in a tshuva to, uh, compared to a tzaddik, and the fact that about tshuva is suri ra, which means he, have, he has negative characteristics, he has ne negative traits, he's drawn to bad, he's pulled to bad. And therefore, since he has that negative aspect, it sh still shouldn't be a good condition. And because of that, in the letter, which is printed in a few places, the Rebbe rejects the rugged shuva. But in Lukutisiches, that many, many people learned this week, in the project, the Rebbe only brings the first question 
And the Rebbe answers that there's two different levels in Tshuva Meyava. There's a level in Tshuva Meyava in which he's greater than a tzaddik, and there's a level in Tshuva Meyava which he becomes the equivalent of a tzaddik. So the question is, but what about the other question? Saf Kal Saf, even if the Baal Tshuva is equivalent or greater than a tzaddik, but he still has the chesar in that Surayra, that he has negative characteristics, that he's drawn to bad, like it says in various places. So the condition should still not be a good condition. Which how could the Rebbe say the answer and seemingly disregard the other question? And possibly the answer is, in this sicha, the Rebbe is differentiating between tshuva meyira and tshuva meyava. Tshuva meyava, a tshuva that stems from loving the ebrishter from atzimoyin and a chuka, a thirst and a yearning for elikos, automatically includes the fact that he's no longer sureira, someone who loves godliness. Someone who's drawn to godliness, we say, someone who loves Elikos, someone who loves Ebeshter, it follows, it's inevitable, it goes hand in hand that he's no longer drawn to bad, he no longer is drawn after Taifas Elamaza and after doing Avedis. And like it says in Tanya, in direct proportion with the love for Elikos, is the miyaspara, is the rejection and the repulsiveness of. In in general, and Averis specifically. And therefore, in this Sikha, where the Rebbe says it's a Tshuva Meyava, and there's a level of Tshuva Meyava that's equal to Tzadik, also it includes that Tshuva Meyava does, doesn't either have the negative traits, the negative characteristics of being Surina. When the Rebbe wants us to live Mashiach, to want Mashiach, to sincerely and genuinely yearn for Mashiach, Yearning for Mashiach is yearning for the ultimate gili of Alekos that comes when Mashiach comes of the role that our physical flesh, our physical nature will relate with and understand and care about Alekos and see Alekos. That's not separable from Mashiach. And therefore, living from Mashiach translates in our day to day life. As that we can't be as immersed in our enjoyments and our pleasures of worldly pleasures of because it's inseparable because the meals is a direct proportion with the Ava and loving Mashiach, loving the Gilead Kos, and yearning for that ultimate Gilead Kos has to include hating something that's sonui, that's hated by the Ebishter. It says in the Rambam, in Hilchus Molochem Umulchamiseyem, Val Yarech Be'inyane Hagadis. The Rambam says, don't focus on things that we know about Mashiach, and those the Rambam spells out for us, the Inyane Gula Mashiach, the Sugis of Mashiach, and the Halachis of Mashiach, and the details of what's exactly going to be the process of Geula. Besides that, says the Ramban, there's other Haggadahs that are not clear, that we don't know, that are unknown. Don't spend time on those Haggadahs that are things that are unknown to us. And the Rambam says, why not? Because they don't bring a person to Yira and Ava Sashem. The person who's focusing on the Haggadis, on the Divrei Haggadah, the Midrashi Chazal about Mashiach, is doing it to gain a better understanding about Mashiach, to be more 
aware of the world of Mashiach. So the Rambam should say, learning about those Haggadahs that are not conclusive is not going to bring you closer to Mashiach, is not going to bring the Geula closer. Which would seemingly be the objective of the person who's looking, who's looking to do that. What's the Rambam saying? Because they don't bring to Yerav Seemingly because the Kachim Mashiach is inseparable. You want Mashiach because you want Ebeshter. And because you don't want something that's suddenly that's neg that's heipach ratzen alien that's against the ratzen of the Ebeshter. Wanting Mashiach is inseparable from Yirav Ava. The Rambam says something that any maybe for Yirav Ava is automatically not connected with Mashiach, and therefore those Agadis are not part of preparing and learning Mashiach. And therefore the Rabbi told us in this sicha that we just heard in the historical sicha of Chavches Nisim that after everything that was done, what's the problem that we have? What did the Rebbe in such Hartzegeverte complain to us that after everything that was done all the years, we're still in Golos. Mashiach didn't come yet. We didn't have the Geula Mites Vashlema. Seemingly, that's enough. That's the problem. That's the complaint. That's why everything was insufficient, didn't suffice didn't bring to the desired conclusion. But the Rebbe didn't finish with that. The Rebbe said, starting in words, seemingly, those were the Rebbe's words. That not only are we still in Galus, not only is I say, say no not only did Mashiach not come yet, but we're in a Golos Pnimi in Inyanim of Aveda Sashem, because those two are inseparable. Because living with Mashiach has to go hand in hand with living with appreciating our Avavir, our appreciation of godliness in each way that that translates in our day to day life. And I'll emphasize it's possible that someone should focus on Avavir, it's possible that someone should be Achsidashid and Davin Barichos. But he's missing the main point of Mashiach, and I kachsach nicht the Mashiach. That could be. But the other way can't be. To kachsach a Mashiach, the way the Rebbe wants us to kachsach a Mashiach, so the Rebbe spells it out for us. That means that we want, that we kachsach, we're gansen subtrasal, we're broken because we want the ultimate gilia atzmos, the gilia lekos, the way it is when Mashiach comes. And therefore that has to translate in the way that we're living with Mashiach now through familiarizing ourselves with the life of Mashiach and with the era of Mashiach in a way that that's so important, so real to us that other things become less appealing to us, less palatable to us. There's a story, a Polish Maisa, that uh, there was a, one of the Polish Rebbes was known as the Triske Magid. He was the son of Ramatul Shinabula. And he was uh, from the very Derhaibinah Rebbes in his time, many stories about him. And he was known specifically to be a to be a Rebbe, Kemenish Ligin in Essen or in Shlafen, that's not the way to become a Rebbe. But he was known even amongst the Rebbes of his time specifically that he was very, very much memayat in Achila and in Shema. He didn't eat and he didn't sleep. And once Rabbi Baruch Mezhebuzer met him, 
the grandson of the Balshemtev, and he asked him, for was estimished and for was Why do you eat and sleep so little? So he said, I don't eat because I'm too tired to eat, and I don't sleep because I'm too hungry to sleep. He was being deichehim bekash. Rabbi Rech was known that he didn't, didn't take, he took a strong stance even with the other rabbis that they, they had to comply with him. He told them, I'm going to pull you out of both elements. So he told them when I was a young child, four or five years old, my father, Abmatul Chernobyl, once woke me up in the middle of the night and he told me, Tizachan, get dressed. And he took me in the wagon and we drove and drove middle of the night, we drove into the middle of the forest. In the middle of the forest, we came to a hut. And my father got out of the wagon by the hut. And a man came out of the hut, a man with a white beard who had a face like a Malach Hashem Tzvakis. And I heard my father go speak to him. And they spoke for a few moments and I heard my father say to him, and then my father got back in the wagon and we went back home. And I asked him my hi. And he said to me, you know that in every generation there's one person who's really, we is Mashiach of the Mashiach of the generation. My father said to me, that person who had the face of the Malach Hashem Tzvakis, he was the Mashiach of the generation. And he asked me, is it time to come take the Eden out of Gauls? And I said to him, is nach nish great, as is nach nish and the Triske Mag, etc., Baruch Mezhebush, Aduvos Kahatas Atati, Aduvos Kazan, the Ponim from Mashiach, the Ponim from Amalach Hashem Tzvak. And you would hear, Vidaitate Zat Mashiach, Miznach Nish Great. And as Nach Nish Tzait, said, Vostugi can't ask him, Vostugi can't shlof him. So the story has many strange things about it. But one point I think is very powerful and very meaningful to us in an opposite way, that living with Mashiach, and we also saw the face of Mashiach. We did see the face of Mashiach, but we saw the face of Mashiach telling us, to bring it and be because it's time, because the time can't go on anymore. So that has to translate by us that ligin in Mashiach, that we're involved and immersed and obsessed and preoccupied, I preoccupied with bringing this gula, this fashlema, take it from Yad Mamish, like the Rebbe said, is in a way that we can't be involved in our eating and in our sleeping and in our inyanihailam. I don't know about everyone else, but I still am very, very much immersed in my time of Selam I still love chocolate, I still love pizza, and vasalasach. But the Rebbe told us that we're able to put it into practice, momato lamayla. The Rebbe said, live with Mashiach, tayameh chayim zachu. Learning the Nyanegula Mashiach is not a subject. It's bringing it into our consciousness. It's bringing it into our focus, into our awareness. So love Mashiach to bring that reality which is within reach, it's within touch. It's It's here, we can see it and we can touch it to bring it so close that we could live the way we could imagine and know that we're going to live then. In Davinim we say, When a person thinks about the 
about the aloofness, about the greatness of the name. You think how we're going to be sitting in a few moments and the rabbi is sitting over here and all the rabbim are going to be sitting here and all the Tanaim and Amrei Raim and the Nevi'im and the Avi Saktation. And they're all going to be preoccupied with Teira, Chadasha, Me'iti, Teitze, with Vinigvira, Kobasa, Yach, Tafifia, Vayedime. How embarrassing will it be, whatever we're into now? The Hechere Yanim, the Dinidrig Yanim, Kolach of the Fumshira Dilei. Like it says, Take and the Kutiteira of next Shabbos of Emmer, Vilinevish, Vilinikolim, Leilam Vay. Raymond, my scale, big rain. I'm just thinking and focusing on the Raymond, my scale, on the aloofness. And that's my that's right around the corner, makes a cherif pipis, biyadam, gives us a double-edged sword, lara to kill, to push away, and to separate ourselves from any possible attraction to something that we know is going to be shameful and embarrassing to us when we're in that maimedumatzev. Living with that world of Mashiach has to translate that we're living now in a way that reflects the fact that what we care about is this and like the Rebbe said, that we that could have the biggest and the biggest and nevertheless we're broken up, we're shattered to pieces because we don't have the gili shar hanun, we don't have the gili asmus, we don't have the ultimate gili alikos the way it's going to be. Take it from Yad Mamash when Mashiach comes. And this is something that could sound lofty. This is something that the Rebbe gives us and every person can start it on his level. It starts Pashat learning a shir, but not learning another shir, learning it and thinking about it and living it. If the Rebbe tells us now is great on us to the rabbi tells us now this is within reach, it's here. We could touch it, we could feel it, we could smell it, we could experience it. So we only have to do our part and we have to bring ourselves into that mindset. And in that mindset, then automatically we're able to implement it to cause that our way that we live, that our lifestyle reflects that. As nulapt as and automatically, automatically, the gili alikos and the aval alikos includes as melat mishtalibu meliknish denanderezach. I want to give just two practical areas where we should be, I think, focusing on this and we are able to focus on this. In one of the places where the Rebbe speaks so strongly and so powerfully about this, of course, like everyone knows, is the Maim of Atatitzav. In the second half, especially, <clears throat> of the Maim of Atatitzav, where the Rebbe speaks about the Kusses, which is the Kusses of our generation, whereas we have our Chava Begashmias, and there was our Chava Beruchnias, and nevertheless, Nobody is satisfied. I see them go make these big events and fabrengens and they go around shlichas and they do everything. Because And the Rebbe says that this causes that the Rebbe says this surpasses the mysterious nefesh of the Eden in Russia. This cusses that even though you have her chava, it's not enough and you're not satisfied because you need to have the gula be pale mamish. 
Where is this expressed? Where do we show this? This that we care more about the ultimate gula than any harchava that we could possibly experience. So the Rebbe says we're in the mind. The Rebbe says that's why every Yid says every day in davening, that then will be Right, everyone knows that. That's what it says in the mind. The Rebbe is not telling us that's what we're supposed to think when we say the The Rebbe says that is what is being meant and being said by every Yid who says three or more times every single day. That's what he means. That's what he's expressing, this yearning, this unquenchable thirst for Mashiach that's there that no matter what harchava you have, you're not satisfied with that. And it's amazing. Not just Lubavitch, Chassidim. The Rebbe says every year, Lubavitch, that says three times, oh, yes, sir, a day, is expressing this kusses, this amazing of being broken and unsatisfied without the gilu of the gula mitzvah That nothing matters, nothing else could give us satisfaction, not gashmis, not ruchnis. And of course, how many of us are thinking about this when we say, Again, this is not something that the Rebbe is telling us to do. This is what the Rebbe is describing what's taking place. So this is what every Jew is already saying when he's saying What's left is Listen, hear what we're already saying because we're saying it. Because the Rebbe is proving from us saying it that that's what our custis is, that that's the state that we're in. So take a few seconds when the Davis Shemunesra, like the Rebbe says, Shalish Pamim Bayim Oyeser, to hear Yishmuaz Necham Hashepicha Medaben, to hear what we're saying, to hear the Vesachazan Noineinu Beshufcha Litzim Berachemim, the way the Rebbe translates it and defines it, that this is this unquenchable thirst and yearning for Gilia Likus Bis Gilia when we feel that, if we give ourselves a little bit of time, a little bit of focus, a little bit of attention to hear it, if we feel that thirst automatically, it overshadows anything else that we could want. But we have to hear it. Give a bisot give a bisot cup in them. And if I may add, we never spoke about we never spoke sometimes about a semach we say in the end of davening, an unbelievable yearning of Mashiach. The whole of Al Kain is just an un, unequaled yearning for Mashiach. We're already then waiting for our breakfast, for our supper, for for the last Kaddish, taking off our tefillin. Take an extra few seconds. Put yourself into the mindset. The Rebbe gave us the tools. Learn, understand that it's a real thing. Understand what Mashiach is. Use those times that we're given, that we anyways are speaking about it and focusing, it, focusing on it. It should be a little bit more This should come into our day-to-day -day life. And it should bring us right away on the bridge from the world of Golos into the world of the Gula Mitis Vashlema. 
We shouldn't even have to wait till the end of the Fabrengim with Alarayim Tansin and the Gulot, Sazam and Metali, Yitin and Eretz Yisrael, take it from Yad Mamish. L'chaim, l'chaim, l'brach.